Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We're your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for joining us today. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Who knows where it's going to go? But in the meantime, I just want to remind you listeners that you can watch this interview if you go to our YouTube channel. Look for I Work For Him, and you can watch any of our interviews. We have it broken down by channels, Jim, or uh, yeah, different listening playlists so that you can see our interviews, you can see special announcements or in different videos. There's all kinds of things out there for you. So be sure you become a subscriber on our YouTube channel. And also go out to iWorkForHim.com and check out the Awaken Podcast Network. Over a hundred yeah. voices of the faith and work movement in one place. All the podcasts you'll ever need in one place. AwakenPodcastNetwork.com or right there on iWorkForHim.com. You know, millions of Christ followers are asking today, how can I make an impact on my workplace with my faith? And the answer is simple. Complex, but simple. <laughs> Prayer. Prayer is simply the most powerful, impactful, eventful, insightful, and beautiful thing you could do to transform your workplace with your faith. But it doesn't work like you think it does. When you start to pray for your workplace and those you work alongside at work, who does the changing? Well, God does, but he does it in you first. I found out firsthand when I started praying for those I worked alongside, they didn't immediately change. But I changed, and it impacted them over time. Well, today we head out to Colorado Springs to hear the story of the president of B&M Construction, who considers herself the chief prayer officer of the company. Barbara Myrick, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, thank you. I hope you're still thanking us at the end of the interview. But listen, <laughs> we're going to talk about how you connect your faith to your work and what it looks like for you to be the chief prayer officer at B&M Construction. But first... Tell us how you became or why you became a Jesus follower. So I, I, I gave my life to the Lord, I think at an early age. I think it was, I recall at 14, but I think it was sooner than that. Um, and it was where, the, where I grew up at, the environment, um, the poverty. Uh, but my grandmother um, loved the Lord. Those grandmothers. Praying grandmothers. Praying grandmothers, powerful. Praying grandmothers, you know, and she would take me to church. And so I grew up Baptist and went to Protestant and um, where they just believed and prayed God, um, praised God all the time. So my grandmother was the one. And then I remember clearly it was like 13 that I was at an event and it was a revival. It was a revival and I went up and I just felt God's presence and the Holy Spirit. And I've just been a follow ever since. Mm. That's so great. And, you know, we, we do love to hear about the grandmas because I tell you what, there is so much transformation that has happened in people's lives because of grandma. So, Our grandkids stand no chance. So I just, <laughs> I just want to encourage all the grandparents or future grandparents or the grandparents you have right now, um, keep on praying because the, the world needs you. So thank you for sharing that and inspiring us and reminding us of that value. So what kind of work does B&M Construction do? And what do you do there? <laughs> so um, B&M is a general contractor and an electrical contractor. We also do space planning design, furniture procurement, and moves. We have um, several teams. We have a team in Tampa, Florida. We have a team in Dallas, Texas. 
We have a team in Palo Alto, California, and we have a team in St. Louis, Missouri, along with our team here locally in Colorado. Um, so we, we do a lot of government work, um, grew up in the government, um, and we do interior build-outs as well. Um, what I do, I am the visionary for the company. I've just learned that I can't be the integrator too, but I'm the visionary of the company. And uh, it started with $500 in faith. And I just, God has just grown it to a multi-million dollar company. Praise God. So that's what we do. And we, um, we have a second chance program. We try to hire um, people that um, have records. And then we have an apprentice program that we try to um, connect with high school students that don't want to go to college and get into the electrical apprentice mm -hmm. program. That Excellent. is fantastic. That is what's missing in our society today. Apprenticeships, second chance programs. I mean, what an amazing way for the church to minister to the community when you give people a second chance and then apprenticeships. That is the way you feed your whole life, not only a skill, but your whole life into them. Ha, you just get me all excited. We'll be right back with more from Barbara Myrick in just a second. Hats off to Mrs. Connie Johnson, my eighth grade English grammar teacher. She taught me how to write sentences so that I could one day write a blog. In fact, every week I write a blog from what my father has laid on my heart. It's always short and to the point, and I hope impactful for you, just like it is impactful for me. We include it in our weekly email that also includes all the shows that we release on podcast that week. So it's kind of like a bonus email, blog and podcast links. Awesome. Iworkforhim.com. Click on blog. All right, we're back with Barbara Myrick, and she's the president and chief prayer officer for BM Construction out of Colorado Springs, but also she said St. Louis, Palo Alto, Dallas, Texas, uh, Tampa. Tampa, Florida. What did I miss one? And they, uh, yeah, no. Colorado Springs, that's amazing. You got all these places. That's, that's great. I didn't know we we're dealing with a national company. They're just this cute little company in Colorado Springs. <laughs> when did you realize, Barbara? that prayer was the best way to impact your workplace for Christ? When I would see people come in broken from the worldly things, the things that um, consumed them, those that were um, living above their means, those that were angry, those that were going to um, divorce, those that felt lonely um, and just would come and, we would sit sometime and have rap sessions. I would call them rap sessions and say, let's get together. Let me find out what's going on in your life. And they would talk about all the challenges in life. And so I'm sitting there listening to them and God said, I need you to pray for them. And I'm like, but they're not believers. And he says, so I need you to pray for them. And I said, well, they might not want to hear it. He said, no, I need you to pray for them. And so I started praying for them. And in the process of them sharing their pain and struggles, I'm looking at me saying, wait a minute, I have that issue because they were talking about family members and I have that issue in my family. And, and I started sharing some of the challenges with my family that I have in my family. And I think the biggest one when um, some of them were addicts and I shared with them that my husband was an addict and how I just constantly prayed for him. And so I shared my I shared my life with them and what I was going through. And then they just really just said, oh, my God. So how do you get through this every day, Barbara? And I said, God. And they just look. Well, I'm not a believer. I don't go to church. I said, well, 
I said, let's not get caught up in church because that's a building. I said, we are God's temple. We are the church. And I said, so, you know, just ask God to forgive your sins and that you believe Jesus is his son and, you know, you're saved. And they said, is that easy? Is it that easy? I said, yeah, but then the work starts after that. (laughs) (laughs) So I just found myself um, wanting to pray and it took God to beat me up one morning to get me there because I, um, I'm on the prayer team at my church, but I was asked to, this woman came up to me one day and said, don't you want to join the prayer team? And I said, oh, I'll pray about it. She came back two weeks later and I said, oh, I'll pray about it. A month later, I said, I need to be honest. I haven't prayed about it. And she said, I said, but I'll pray about it. And so one morning, um, my phone started ringing at 430 in the morning. And people were calling for prayer and I'm going up the highway and the people were calling for prayer. And finally, I just said to God, fine, if that means the phone stop ringing for people to pray, for me to pray, just I will just do it. I'll just commit to this, but please stop the phone from ringing. And ever since then, he's just like, you need to pray and have a seven o'clock call. Everybody can call in in the morning. And, and this is, you, you don't have to say your name or anything. And I'll just pray. I just pray for our week to start. And then I come in and we have a PM meeting. We use, when we have our PM meetings, I pray um, before the meeting. And, then, and I, now some of my team members even pray for the meeting. Nice. I'm just like, whoa, Lord, look at there. So when you, when you have people share with you the struggles that they're going through, some of your employees, and you say, can I pray with you about that? Have you ever had anybody say, no. You know, I, um, I have one guy. Now we're good friends. He even texts me now and say, bless you. And I was like, whoa. And he, I said, let me, I don't want, um, don't pray for me. No, I don't want to hear this God stuff. And I said, okay, you don't want to hear, but I'm still going to pray. And I would, and he said, you're not going to hold my hand. No, I'm not holding your hand. Your blessing don't come because I hold your hand. But we don't pray because he was just dealing with stuff. He was uh, he served several tours over in Afghanistan and he um, he loved the Lord. But then he became angry after the war Mm. and he didn't want to believe in God anymore. He didn't want to walk out of his faith anymore. And then God sent him to me, sent him here to work. And I'm just like, he says, I don't believe in this God stuff. And I said, "Okay." Okay. And he would come and sit in my office. And I just said, well, you know, God says this. I don't want to hear this God stuff, but I would just pray for him. <laughs> and now he, he'll he text me now and then. Hey, how you doing? God bless you. And I'm like, did you say God bless me? That's awesome. That's great. So, so, so even though he may have kind of rejected that in a sense up front, um, God's really opened the doors for that. And I think that's just so powerful. So as you've become the chief prayer officer of B&M Construction, what have you seen happen? What has happened there at the company? You know, I see um, just a peace. And I see that people, um, when they struggle, it's okay for us now to talk. They're okay talking about their problems. They're okay sharing their hurt. They're okay, you know, just like Barbara will you pray for me? And they're okay with that. And I just say, Lord, this is your business. I'm just the CEO. I just fill a spot. 
Um, and I tell my team that I'm just CEO. I, I have pain just like you. We all have struggles. We all have needs. And so if I can help you in any way that I can, that's what I'm supposed to be because um, that's what I'm supposed to do because he's called me to be a steward, to watch over and help, help you wherever you need help. And, and so my teams, um, they really look forward. Like I have a young team in California and uh, I've been praying a lot for them but I've been praying a lot with them and they'll call one, one young lady called the other day. She said, I know you're busy. I said, no, not too busy to talk to you. And she just had to share, you know, she, she's going through a bereaving um, process right now. And, um, and I just let her talk and I prayed with her and she just said, thank you so much. So I, I know that it means so much to them and it means so much to me to be able to pray for them and let God do what he needs to do in them. You know, I just have um, a question to ask you. A lot of people think as the leader of an organization, they have to kind of stay at arm's length and not really be as transparent as what it sounds like you're being transparent. Would you just take a moment and speak to the people listening that, you know, have influence over other people, but have really kept up a wall and and why why maybe they should be a little bit more open and honest about their own life? So I find that when people look at leaders, they, they just see them as leaders. And I, I, I've learned over the years that you have to share everything. When I went through cancer, they went through cancer with me. Mm. And, and, and so I share myself and, and I think it's important for leaders to share themselves because it is a more cohesive um, group than, you know, if you're just dealing with a person that's just a leader and you have this wall up, you'll never get through to that laborer that's in the field that may need um, extra funds or a pay in advance or might need some help and direction um, to help them be a better dad or a better mom or how do I provide for my children? And, and they don't see, lead, some people see leaders as just that. And I want my team to know that I cry just like you cry. Mm-hmm. I have pains just like you have pain. And I, when I started doing that, it just made a difference. And I've cried in front of my team. I've, I've cried in front of them. I've come in my office and cried and get right back up and say, okay, let's fix this. Right. And so they need to see that that human part of us. They need to know that we hurt just like they do. They need to know that, okay, I have a struggle with payroll this week. What can we do better to get our invoicing done? I need to share all of that because it's, it's their company too. Right? right. That's right. We're talking today with Barbara Myrick. She's out of Colorado Springs. She runs a company called B&M Construction. If you happen to be in St. Louis, Palo Alto, California, did I say mm-hmm. that right? Uh, uh, St. Louis, Dallas, Colorado Springs, Tampa, Florida. Wasn't there a fourth team? A fifth team? Four teams. I don't know. I'm asking you. Colorado, Colorado Springs. Yes, okay. B&M Construction. Uh, but Barbara, we would be remiss if we do not say... But where are you going to get your encouragement as a CEO, as the chief prayer officer of B&M Construction? You're involved in a group. I'd like you to plug them. So, you know, I was looking for this group for a long time. 
and God sent them last year. Uh, and they have just made a difference. It's called C12. And I just said, oh, my God, there's a group out here, business owners that get together to talk about their business struggles. But we talk about our faith as well. Mm-hmm. And we hold each, o- each other accountable. And I, I just it has they have just made a difference in my life. I look forward to my once a, a month meeting with them and my one on one meetings. But then they come together collectively once a year. Um, I. It has made a difference. And you want to, I tell, you know, you wouldn't want to know how I, I met with them. And, and I said, oh my God, this is great. I feel warm and fuzzy. And my husband said, you don't need nobody to make you feel warm and fuzzy. You need somebody to hold you accountable <laughs> <laughs> for doing business. And I just said, okay. And so I actually um, submitted a list of questions to my chair here. And it took him, I said, and before I make a decision, I need the questions answers because I was interviewing, you know, a couple of people were interviewing me and I, and one, one gentleman said, um, well, how about you just meet with some of the members? And I said, that wasn't what I asked. I need the questions answered. So JP actually answered the questions and I said, see, I told you that was the group I was supposed to be with. And, and, and it has just made a difference in how I look at business. Um, and how God has um, deemed people, believers in the marketplace, to take his word that he's given and apply it to our businesses. And I just said, oh, my God. So C12 is amazing. That's, amazing. That's so good. So you're probably not only feeling warm and fuzzy, but being held incredibly accountable um, to the biblical principles and living them out in your workplace. That's really what C12 is helping you do, right? Yes. <laughs> C12group.com. C12group.com. If you're a business owner or a leader, almost anywhere in the country, in any major city, C12's got a group near you. If you're in Colorado Springs, you could be in a group with Barbara Myrick. Barbara, I want to thank you for sharing a little bit of your story because we know there's lots more. But thank you yeah. for sharing a little bit of your story about being the CEO and president of B&M Construction and, of course, the chief prayer officer. Barbara Myrick, thank you for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.